Welcome to Life Juicy. I am your host, Mary B, and Life Juicy is a weekly inspirational moment on creating life from soul connection, from higher vibrations than the default mode most of us are operating from. When you ask yourself, but why have I done that? And the answer is, I don't know. That is the default mode I'm talking about. The driving force that makes you do things you do not really want to. So I will take you on a journey of understanding and transformation of the default mechanism into the art of creating the fulfillment you are craving for. My guests, thoughtful leaders, spiritual teachers, and successful coaches, even unknown people, will share their experiences with us. And I believe that if each of us creates our own harmonious life, this world will become a harmonious world for me, for you, for us. So if it is what you would like, let's dive in. Hi, have you ever reacted to a situation unexpectedly? Today, I'm going to talk about triggers. And I looked into the dictionary to know the definition of to trigger, the verb to trigger. So it is to initiate and precipitate a chain of events, a scientific reaction or a psychological process. I started my podcast a few months ago and I wanted to talk about the default mode and how it is important to change our mindset to evolve, grow and create a better world. It's like I sent a message to the universe and it said, okay, I hear you. So do you want to walk the talk? It is easy to advocate for a cause, but are you the real deal? This episode is about the past few weeks of my life where the default mode just rushed from my subconscious mind into the conscious mind. Uninvited, unexpected, And yet, in the middle of my kitchen, it came in form of triggers. A friend of mine said something, look at me a certain way, and boom, the survival mode and all the coping mechanism from childhood showed up. For me, freeze and fly. My body was reacting like a leaf in the winter wind. And even though I had all the tools and the training, I didn't know how to manage it. My friend also has all the training and the abilities to deal with this stuff. In addition to that, we are both really committed to transforming our lives and growing. And yet, even though we were completely, completely aware of how triggers function, how they destabilize you, and how the brain can go lambic like a crazy madness, yet it happened. With my friend, we are also in a special training where we knew we would be triggered and we would eventually trigger each other. That was the name of the game. So six months ago when it started, we talked about it and came up with strategies and things that we could do to support each other in case the big trigger would come. And at the end of these six months, when anyway, I thought I was out of the woods, boom, triggers after triggers, the triggers were triggering each other's trigger. My reaction were from a childhood trauma that was resuscitated from a discussion I perceived through the lens of a three years old. The issue is that if I I react like that, it, it is that I think my filters are the truth. So all of that to say there was a big explosion. You remember what Ray Koma said in my previous episode about how the filters we have in life can bring war in the world and how we need to change these filters to create a more peaceful world? Here I was, 
my friend called a good friend therapist we have to be the mediator between us and being able to have a conversation without going lambic. He said something important. His name is Jonathan Mitchell and his info will be in the episode description. But he said, well, both of you lost the intention of the other, the benevolent intention and the commitment to transformation. So what happened is that you just focused on the triggers and made the other person responsible for your own reactions. At that stage, you don't listen to each other anymore and your trigger triggers the other one. As a result, things escalate and you get stuck there. In this conversation with Jonathan, I was amazed how we could disconnect the triggers from reality and be able to create the space to calm down the lambic brain to be able to recreate a dialogue that could make sense. This kind of space allowed us to be vulnerable and express what's so and not the interpretation coming from a past memory, meaning the filters placed at a younger age with the understanding of the child. I became aware of something I was doing unintentionally called projections on others. I was sure I was not doing it. I had promised myself that I would never project my moods on others, but he explained to me that in this kind of situation, it is impossible to, not to project what we call your shadows or low energies, those things that we have in us and we are not aware of them. And when we are aware, we can act on them, but we are not, it will go off anyway. So a trigger, is it a curse or a blessing? In my understanding, it is like the default mode is waiting for an opportunity to be seen consciously so we can transform it. And you know the, the saying, you don't shoot the messenger because whoever pushes your buttons has nothing to do with what's going on in you. I know it and I knew it, but my reactions were 100% related to an old situation, an old trauma, not completely healed, that needed my attention. So... Rather than continuing to behave like a three years old in an adult body, I see and I saw that as a blessing, an opportunity for growth, for maturing, for healing. And it is very important to get the support you need to get help. And I did got help, and my friend too. To be able to sort out the survival mode from the actual situation and therefore getting out of the chain of uncontrolled reaction of the little child and become an adult in the situation. What did I learn from that? I discovered from that experience that with the best intentions, we can be embarked in the madness of our subconscious mind, our subconscious filters, and create a mess around us. Nevertheless, the intention and commitment to growth and evolution is what allowed us to keep the direction and see the light at the end of the tunnel. When these situations happen, we need a compass. And the initial intention is the compass you need. Another learning for me is that sometimes I am able to handle my triggers on my own and understand what's going on with me. But when it is related to a trauma, it is a different story. It is like there is a chasm in the psyche, a cognitive dissonance, a, a chism in the mind, and that induces the reaction to make something of no importance growing into a terrible proportion up to a war. All that to say, when this happens, it is time to call for help. Get all the help you need. Do not try to solve 
it on your own because it is impossible to have a clear mind in the middle of the chaos created by the survival reaction due to a trauma. Call upon specialists and friends who can help you. I will put in the episode description the info of those who supported me. I insist, do not stay alone in that situation. This situation confirmed something I already knew, which is how our mind creates our reality. There were two realities. The reality before the discussion with the specialist and the reality after. The first one was created from the old filters from the past and the new one was revealed after the veil of the past was removed from an eye-opening conversation. The event was still the same, but my perception shifted from blaming to understanding and a compassionate way to look at the same event. So one event, two opposite perceptions, therefore two opposite realities. Can you see the opportunity in the world if all of us transform our perception of each other's, of the neighbors, or even the perception we have about another country? And You know, we do have these reactions from the subconscious mind and they can be a very harsh, painful, defensive, accusing in some way. Even some people can be violent. But there is something underneath when it is connected to a trauma, there is a feeling of terror. And when terror is touched, the brain snaps and Here we go. The chain of reactions unfold under our own eyes. There is a deep terror connected with a trauma. The brain, what it does, it picks up signals that have nothing to do with the 30 years old dangerous situation. But in the current situation, it reacts the same way. Even nothing would happen to you. But the brain, the conscious brain, is just snapped And the limbic brain takes over. That was the situation. So for those of you who face these things, these triggers, and you think you just want to blow the world up, or uh, maybe it's so intense that you're not able to handle the situation. This is a signal when you feel that there is terror somehow, you need to ask for help. And asking for help was not my forte. My start is to go in my cave, stay alone, deal with it on my own, and then emerge after some days. So thanks to my friends who contacted the other friends for help. And what we need is someone who can be present and hold a space of love and non-judgment. So that person can deconstruct with you the amount of fear and terror that is present in the situation from both sides if that involves a relationship. And you may also need someone to support you to look at your own trauma and your coping mechanism, which are coming from a child and are not appropriate anymore. So when these big waves come to you, First, you need to take a step back, acknowledge, accept and reach out to people who can really help you and sort out the truth from the story you have in your brain. And I'm thinking about couples. I have a special invitation for you guys because I believe it is 
one of the reasons why couples divorce and get separated. So be humble. Do not shoot the messenger. Yes, they push your buttons, but they didn't place them at first. Get help to maintain a dialogue and sort out the misunderstandings in the conversation. Then get help to heal the trauma or the wounds that are at the source of your reaction. Those wounds were opened by the situation to be healed. And that's the blessing. There is a reason why these things happen. It is for our own growth and evolution. And When things are emerging from the subconscious mind to make you aware of what's going on with you, it means you're capable to overcoming them. But actually, we always, or I would say most of the time, we need help for that. And when we do this work, we allow people around us to grow. We allow ourselves to grow. The qualities that are needed are humility, compassion, and forgiveness towards oneself and each other. If your choice is to grow and evolve, this is the path you can choose. Otherwise, we can also continue to create separation and conflicts. Nothing wrong in the absolute of life, just the same patterns that have been roaming in the world for centuries patterns of conflict, separation, and resentment will continue to roam on the planet. And it will remain difficult to create a peaceful earth if we do not create that peace in our closest relationships. First, once you understand what's going on with you, you can move on. That's what I did. I needed to acknowledge what was there and then feel those parts of me and grow through that. Growth happens in the comfort, in that uncomfortable state. This is when the filters are transformed. And I think that with everything that is going on in the world, it is very important to have a community around you for support. I would not have been able to talk to you today without that support. So reach out to friends Friends who have the same vision, who are on the same path of non-judgment and who will open your eyes and your heart, not nourish your ego. In my case, I reached out to a friend on the phone and I was sharing with him what happened to me and things that I could not understand. I'm really grateful for him because he made me realize something important. I told him about a conversation I had with that other friend whom I had this disagreement with when I was told, you know, sometimes I know I'm mean and I do it anyway. And my answer at that time was, but what do you do it if you know? My friend on the phone answered me like this. He said, why did you answer that? You know, we all do this. You do it. I do it. When you answer what you answered, it is like you are the perfect one and you are not. When you say that there is no compassion in that answer, you know how we can be resentful and hurt the other one knowingly when we feel hurt. I pondered, yes, that's right. This is not what we want, but nevertheless, as human beings, we do that. Hurt people, hurt people. That was humbling for me. So, as I said, the qualities we need are humility, forgiveness, Forgiveness for myself, 
for us, for the situation. Human beings, we hold fear from generations to generations towards each other. And that's what I call the curse. But when we choose to look at triggers as an opportunity for growth, then the blessing in disguise can rise from letting go of the old cloak. I was asked after the whole situation, so is the relationship back to what it was before? I said no. The person asking was very surprised. I said no and continued with, it cannot be like it was before because I grew and my friend grew as well. So the only way it can go is to become an enhanced relationship. And that's the perspective I want to offer you today. When we dare to cross the hardship of a trigger, when we dare to go through the tunnel and learn from it, if we choose to catch the opportunity, then we create a kind of a better world around us, for you, for me, for us. And that's the blessing. Thank you. Hi, thank you for listening for this episode of Life Juicy. If you liked what you heard today, share it with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review it. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, you can message me directly on marieb at lifejuicy.love. M-A-R-I-E-B at L-I-F-E J-U-I-C-Y dot L-O-V-E Thank you for listening.